0: Welcome back. It is the Chunk Podcast. We are back at it again, and uh, I'm glad to have on board. We got one of our biggest podcasts, uh, well, at least I I guess I should say one of the biggest crews on the podcast. Right now, we have Jason, we got Nikki, we got Reggie, and we have JJ. Welcome to the podcast. Don't all talk at once, but uh, uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm glad to have you on. Appreciate
1: Appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank
0: you. That's exactly what I expected it to sound like, and I couldn't be happier with the result. Uh, but we're back, and a lot of things have been happening over the past week. It, I can't believe it's only been a week since we have we did our last podcast. Um, but we did a few things. We gave away the first uh, chunk giveaway, the Madden copy. We gave it away in true chunk form. We streamed it. It was basically, it was about as random as you could get it, but it was a Super Smash Brothers brawl to the finish. Last man standing gets the copy of Madden. We did that. We, uh, Nikki and I also hit Tampa Bay Comic Con over the weekend We have a few thoughts on that And obviously we have sports, entertainment, and gaming we will be getting into after that But man, it's been a busy week We can start off with the Madden giveaway recap uh, It was a, about a week and a half And uh, we, we took entries from Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram And we just pitted them all against each other on Twitch Did anybody happen to, to catch that stream when we, we gave away the Madden?
2: I saw it. It was awesome. It was riveting.
0: Yeah, we have it actually posted up on the website right now at thechunkpod.com. You can actually see the stream when we did it. It was five total people and Caleb from Facebook. We had one qualifier from Facebook, one from Instagram. And because the reaction on Twitter was so hot and heavy, we had to open it up and bring three people in. Unfortunately, nobody from Twitter won, but our Facebook qualifier... <laughs> Took the Madden copy, and he actually should—he might be playing it right now. Actually, I, I gave him. He wanted the digital download instead of the physical copy, so we got him a download code. And uh, there's a very good chance he's playing it right now, as as you're listening to this podcast.
1: Jeez. When a when a chicken dinner, yo. Um, how do I watch it on Twitch? I'm trying to watch it right now. Like, uh, it...
0: go, well, you can go to the our website, the Chunk Pod. You're a big fan, I hear. Actually, you just posted something yourself. Uh, a little fantasy football injury recap and uh, a little highlight of players coming back from injury that's a cool article that's up on our website right now but just below you can see the winner of the madden giveaway and the video's embedded right on the website so you can watch it it's about 20 minutes long because i take uh, a terrible long terribly long amount of time to get into it because uh, you know the longer the better but uh, uh, okay. see it. yeah it's cool um if you have time check it out it's a pretty cool way to to give it away and i it, what was cool about it is everybody who was in on on the contest, the five qualifiers were actually watching the stream as it was happening. So they were like cheering their little characters on um, as it was going on. I think this is going to be probably one of the main ways we give we do giveaways here. I think that's probably the most fair way to distribute a contest is is doing it through Super Smash Bros. I like it.
1: Crazy. I didn't even know you did it like that. I'm watching it right now.
0: No, yeah, it was awesome. And thank you to everybody who participated. And if you're still following, I know a lot of people just retweet and follow just to win stuff. But we're hoping that they stick around for all the chunk content. And uh, obviously, I think the people who qualified and made it to this stream, I think they're going to be big fans and they'll be participating in future uh, chunk giveaways as we move forward. Not sure what's on the horizon for the giveaways. We do. I mean, obviously, the shirts our up-and-coming thing, we've been whipping together some chunk shirts, so we have some chunk swag to be given away. And speaking of chunk shirts, the first time we've worn them out in public, uh, it was Nikki, Kristen, and myself. We were at Tampa Bay Comic Con over the weekend, and couldn't have been happier. We went there on a, on Saturday. We caught literally as much as we could. We just ingested it all. But it was an awesome experience. Uh, met a lot of cool people, and... I don't know if you guys are familiar with Stranger Things. If you guys have ever heard of Stranger Things.
1: Stranger yeah. Things. is My favorite show of all time. I watched season one four times.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well David well, <laughs> David I'm Harbour. David Harbour from Stranger Things. He's actually he plays Hopper on the show. Uh he was there and Kristen actually stood in line for like two hours to get his autograph.
2: The dedication. Like, there was a long line to meet this guy.
0: Yeah, well obviously Stranger Things is the hot thing right now So it was, uh, David Harbour was there Who plays Hopper, and the young kid who plays Will, the dude couldn't be He's gotta be like maybe 13 years old Right? He's got a line longer Than anybody in the entire building uh, It was he unbelievable was to see nine. Yes! Really? Yes, girls were fan, like there were people there Fangirling over this kid Like he was Justin freaking Bieber It was unbelievable, I- I've never seen anything <laughs> like it
1: <laughs> That's great so, if I'm being real, I can't stand Will on that show.
0: I totally agree. I thought the same thing. Kristen was like, I really got to get his autograph. And I'm like, why? He's the reason. He's, he's the cause of all the problems. <laughs> what do you mean? He is both seasons.
1: He's like, does dumb stuff, gets in trouble, is always sick. or like halfway dead. <laughs> Come on, kid. <laughs> and all the kids have to save you every time. Come on. It's like the dude from The Hangover.
0: Oh, my gosh. I said the same thing. and But, I mean, I get it. The kid, she, Kristen was like, without him, there's not a Stranger Things, and I'm like, what? What do you mean? Without the writers, there's not a Stranger Things. This kid just <laughs> happened. You know what I mean? It wasn't this kid that started it at all. So anyway, now it was cool to see how popular Stranger Thing was. Str- Stranger Things was compared to other things. There, those lines were the most consistently full, and these people are making unbelievable money for just doing a one Comic Con hit. Boy. Unreal money. I
3: mean, how many how many autographs do you think that kid sign that weekend?
0: Oh, uh, oh the, the weekend of. Oh. I I did. I just tried to do the quick math. I just I rounded it to like five hundred, which I know that they're clearing probably more than five hundred in a day, let alone a three day weekend. But at sixty bucks a pop for an autograph, and what was an, that 25, 30 grand? Yeah, and another sixty bucks <laughs> did for the photos. You say sixty bucks an autograph. Yes, sixty dollars for an autograph. Sixty dollars for a photo. So altogether, if you wanted an autograph and a photo, you're paying one hundred and twenty bucks. If five hundred people wanted autographs at sixty bucks a pop, that's like thirty grand in itself. Let then. Oh, they... oh man, they're making crazy money. Yeah,
2: that's true. True. That's that's on who you are. That just depends on who you are. The other guy from uh, Game of Thrones, the Hound, he was charging what? Uh, close to seventy. And uh, Val Kilmer was there. He was charging eighty a pop. Okay, for yeah. A picture.
0: The Val Kilmer oh. thing is what threw me off. I, I I mean, I get it. He was Batman in the 90s, but... One time ever. On the, on the same vein, like, he was Batman in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's been, like, 20 years. There's been... I I, I, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but there has been better Batman since him.
3: Oh, shots. I'm just I saying. Oh. I was shocked. I was that shocked.
0: sounds like an entertainment topic. I'm just Damn. saying. I was shocked to see that he was no it's true he's not wrong i was shocked to see he was pulling that much money he
2: was right he was milking that so hard like i was batman one time so i'm gonna be the most expensive person at comic-con like ah, you
0: better chill out yeah i don't care that much but i will i will give credit to one of my favorite people on this entire planet he's a voice actor his name is phil lamar he's he's my all-time favorite all-time favorite voice actor and he was cool enough to do like a combo deal like he would lower the price if you wanted to autograph and a picture So, I I definitely went to go see Phil Lamar. He was probably the main reason why I wanted to go to Tampa Bay Comic Con in the first place. And he was kind enough to record this. I'm unrolling it now or unveiling it now for the first time on the Chunk Podcast. We've got Phil Lamar. Is there a drum roll? Do we have a drum roll? We may have one. Let me see. Here we go. Hold on. Here it is. Here it is. Uh Oh. Okay, here's the liner he recorded for the chunk. Sorry, that was ex- <laughs> so much buildup. <laughs> extremely lackluster, but here we go. Listen to this.
3: Hey, this is Phil Lamar, and this is John Stewart, and you're listening to the Chunk Podcast.
0: Okay, that, I, I love it. I mean, Phil Lamar, he was the, that was the voice of John Stewart from the Justice League animated series. Uh, he okay, also yes, great John Stewart. Yeah, Green Lantern. Uh, and then he also cut us this one for our followers. I wanted to post it on social media um just kind of like a shout out to our followers but listen to this one should i do another drum roll for this or no
2: yes okay you know what no ignore me
0: here we go oh it's coming okay here it is this is phil lamar
3: and this is static and thanks for following the chunk you can check out their podcast on itunes google play and spotify
0: obviously if you're listening to the podcast right now so you're already listening, but it, you uh, for people who don't know, if you're listening on an outlet that may be inconvenient to you, you can listen to the Chunk Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, and literally all over the place on our website at the Chunk Pod. But he was cool enough to do that for us. I I was blown away. He's one of my favorite, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And oh my god, I was I couldn't I couldn't help myself.
3: He's Hermes from Futurama.
0: Yes, yes, he's Hermes from Futurama. He uh, just has done so many things. He's Static Shock. I don't know if you ever seen the show Static Shock. Nikki's like favorite yep. show yeah. ever. Yes. Yes, he did the static thing just for me. I loved it. Oh my gosh! So we're we're the happy. So excited. We're happy to have Phil Lamar so, be a part of the podcast. So.
1: I, I didn't even know he did all that stuff. I just thought he was the guy from Mad TV.
0: Yes, he was on Mad oh TV my too. God,
1: no. He's oh, so many credits.
0: Yes, he did Mad TV, and he transitioned over to voice acting. And voice acting is is something I'm I I enjoy doing myself, and I, I'd like to say I'm an aspiring voice actor, but I've got a long way Metaphor. to go. Long way to go to get to Philomar's level, but we're excited to have him be part of the podcast. Nikki, you also <sighs> met somebody that meant a lot to you. Uh, who was who this I, young I, fella? I,
2: tears in my eyes. It was David Hayter, the voice of Metal Gear Solid Snake. Oh my god, it was it was epic to me. And like I I swear to God, not many things make me cry. Like on top of Venom, but uh, this <laughs> he had a personal one line. Like we had a conversation, and he hit me with one of the quotes from the game he said like you're pretty good but he said he made it personal for me he's like hey nikki you're pretty good bro on god when i tell you my knees started shaking (laughs) it was was one of it was one of the greatest moments like i've played that game for like since like what 95 when the first one came out he says that line like every other every now and then when when the trailer not during the game but for the trailers just to get you hyped and just to have that personally for me that just meant everything
0: yeah, we were Nikki lucky. loves that game too. Yeah, for sure. No, I know. It's it's one of his favorite games ever. And and on our way out, we were like, we were checking the lines. We were on our way out. We were gonna I don't know what you're just nervous or something, but we were just had to coax you to do it. We're like, dude, just do it. The opportunity is now. And he was lucky enough to just go in there and he came out and he oh my god, the interaction between him, got the photo, uh-huh. and uh it was really cool to see Nikki cry. Which by the way, this is the second podcast in a row Nikki's crying. He said he's not emotional. <laughs> hey, like
2: I told you, there's very few things in this world that make me do it. But, I mean, the things that the chunk covers, like, these are all things that are close to me, so I appreciate it.
0: Oh, well, it's good. I'm glad we could make you cry every episode. Uh, the, But, by the way, the photos of the Tampa Bay Comic Con, if you were there, maybe you can find yourself. Uh, there were some cool cosplays. Uh, We tried to get pictures of the celebrities, but from a distance, if you had any phone out, they were, like, they were like slapping you on the wrist because, you know, they, they try to protect their products i guess they're babies but there's a photo gallery on the website right now thechunkpod.com hit up our website check out the photos and you can see for the very first time out in public the chunk podcast or the chunk shirts we had official swag and uh look look forward to getting some of those shirts out to some of our listeners and our followers on the interwebs and that's i guess that's enough talking about us let's get into topics uh, in the sports category, we can go right to, because we, we posted it on our Facebook page uh, uh, what was it yesterday, the NBA Christmas Day lineup. Five games yeah. on Christmas Day. Uh, there's just a few. We can start off. It's Bucks versus Knicks at noon. I can tell you, I will be sleeping in for this one. I am going to miss it.
1: The Bucks versus Knicks on Christmas? Yeah. Dear gosh, that is the most boring game. I don't think anyone's gonna watch that, especially if Porzingis isn't back by then, which he probably won't be. There's no way. Who's gonna watch that game? Who the Knicks even draft? Kevin Knox is decent, I guess.
0: But I think Kevin Knox is. I think Kevin Knox is gonna be pretty good and probably surprise a lot of people. But I, I, I can't stand that they keep giving the New York Knicks Christmas Day games. Like I don't. It's like like the Detroit Lions are tied like contractually to Thanksgiving games. Nobody wants to see them anymore. Put good teams. Out and, and show your best product on a day where everybody's sitting on their butt watching TV. I don't get it. Mm-hmm.
4: It's all about numbers at the end of the day, and New York is a huge market where they're going to get a lot of viewership. That's the only. Th- that's the only reason why it makes sense for the Knicks to be on TV. Otherwise, n- there's no reason for them to because they are garbage and they're not going <laughs> to be much better this
1: season. Oh, boy. they're, they're so I'm a Knicks fan, and they're garbage. And Porzingis is the only decent thing on that team.
0: Okay, uh, but moving on we can Obviously we don't have to spend too much time on that game Because it, it probably will be the worst game of the day uh, yeah, The this is
1: going to go off, period Yeah, Next. at but 3 there o'clock another game. Yeah, he could have 100 points
0: Yeah <laughs> at, at 3 o'clock it'll be the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Houston Rockets uh, I, Obviously that's going to be a little bit Better game, uh, higher profile Players, higher profile teams uh, I, This is, I, again This is not on my top three List of games to watch I'm, what do you mean? That I day. Mean, I'm definitely
1: gonna watch that game with Metwell going back to OKC or at least playing them again. Eh, I'll
4: watch it, but I think the only reason I want to watch it is just cause I wanna see I wanna see Harden and Westbrook go at it. And I think it's kinda cool. Two MVPs used to be on the same team, meeting each other again, but I still got Houston. Uh, the Thunder, I mean, I don't know. I think just Brody's really he's numbers he's number chasing at this point. He's stat chasing. He's not really Trying to win anymore, so I don't think it's really going to be that great of a game. But it'll be entertaining to watch for sure. But yeah. more entertaining than the Knicks, i of say
0: Every single time <laughs> I see Harden play the Thunder again, or Durant play the Thunder, I just think of how badly the Oklahoma City Thunder botched that entire group of players. It makes oh me sick gosh. to my stomach. They really because, did. Unbelievable that they would have Westbrook, Harden, and Durant, and they chose to kept Serge keep Serge Ibaka. I get, I get, as far as trying to balance your team. Keep a big man, but dude, when you have three insanely talented players and you trade them away, and what what you got back was Jeremy Lamb and like a couple draft picks that didn't amount to anything. It's a bunch
1: of bums, pretty much. I mean, you so traded bad. away like that would have been like the best team of all time.
0: Absolutely, yes.
4: Well, well I mean, Harden had to go because he was going to ask for more money, and just there was no room. There was no room for him anymore. When he was there, he was I a mean, sixth man. There was no room for him anymore because he knew he was. He knew he was worth it, and OKC
1: wasn't going to pay him, so that made sense. And he should have been a starter. Yeah, but Harlan was, was down, down to come Harden. off the bench. He like he said he like enjoyed playing with Durant, enjoyed playing with Westbrook. Like he didn't mind coming off the bench, and they still could have. They could have afforded all four. Just the owner didn't want to pay the luxury tax.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma City's yeah. not the biggest market. It was early on in their move. Obviously, they hadn't been there for very long. But again. Given the choice, you see how how talented Harden is. With that through those three people, why would you try to keep if if, if it was Serge Abaca holding you back? Granted, Serge Abaca was playing well at the time. I just I think you just you pony up the money, you pay everybody, which is now in this world that we're living in, you have to have three stars like that to, to even be competitive anymore.
1: Shout out mm-hmm. to Miami for starting the trend.
0: Yeah, way to go. Thanks a lot, LeBron.
1: Yeah. No, I think it was the Celtics, though. Oh, the first LeBron. big three was the Celtics, yeah.
4: yeah okay. Man, Celtics. Everybody keeps saying that, but. Were I mean, the first yes, big three? They did have a big three in Boston, but in- it, was no- it was nothing
1: like what Miami's was. What do you mean? Paul Pierce was in his prime, uh, and then Garnett and Ray Allen like, just. Barely on the outside of it, but felt really good. And the then you throw in the mix a, a, you threw in the mix with a freaking what playoff Rondo. You right. yeah, and playoff Rondo, Rondo in the playoffs was their best player, the I best mean, player, player in the back.
4: world, and arguably the the arguably one of the best shooting guards in the game. Like at that time, both came together, and on top of that, you go and get a young or a, a well seasoned Chris Bosh, who was honestly I would say at the, at the top of his game. Um, and then you put a whole bunch of like serious role players around them. I mean, there were so many weapons on that team beyond the big three, and the big three was still extremely dominant. So, I mean, I think Miami was the one that really like pushed it further than, but. If we're giving credit to who started it, yeah, we'll give it to Boston. Okay, but,
0: but I will tell Miami you, I really will,
4: pushed it far.
0: I will say that the person who started, you can say that Boston started it, but they they built it though. What I'm saying is that they traded right. for it. It wasn't like it, they had to. They had to convince Kevin Garnett to even be willing to to go to Boston. Like he didn't even want to go initially. But it was it was a group effort, and it was Danny Ainge that wound up getting the pieces together to create that team. It wasn't. Hey guys, we're all free agents. Here's a spot that can take us all. Let's join up together and create this super mega team. So the Miami team was bought, the Celtics team was built. Oh boy. All right, I'll give them. That's that's my philosophy on it.
2: Super mega team or anything. Yeah.
0: Anyway, moving on. Speaking of Boston, (laughs) we can get to the next game on Christmas Day. It is the Philadelphia 76ers at the Boston Celtics. I will be watching this, obviously, because I'm a Celtics fan. And I think this will probably be the best game of the day.
4: If you, I was just about to say, if you ask me, I think this game should have been primetime. Because we're easily looking at the Eastern Conference Finals game right here. Yeah. And I definitely, if these two teams stay as strong as they did last year, well, we're looking at a seven-game series, hands down. No,
3: but I don't know. We're
4: at, I mean, I know that, I that
1: we want to argue. Are the 76 any better than they were last year? I think they're the same team, just more. I guess another year and a half, but the Celtics yeah, but are getting like, Kyrie and Hayward.
4: To be honest, the big difference is that you have a well seat. You will have a Ben Simmons who has playoff experience and who will actually try to do more than just dribble and dribble and drive. But now that you mention it, bringing back a healthy Kyrie and uh, well i mean i don't know how healthy gordon hayward will be but oh he's he'll 100, 100% be to supplement the success they had last season so uh maybe not a seven game series but either way this game is in my opinion this should be primetime yeah i'm the, kind of upset that they moved it to five the primetime 30. game is the game that we've been talking about all damn
2: summer
0: yeah okay we'll get to that for a second let me let me <laughs> let me state my piece on the 76ers uh celtic's game okay <laughs> I which, by the way on this picture I don't know why it says 76ers versus Boston and they're the only team that didn't get their team name. Uh, anyway, that's weird. Um uh, <laughs> thanks a lot Sports Center. No, uh I don't think that this is I, obviously I think the 76ers are a top 3 team in the East. I'm not counting out the Raptors yet. I to me and I, if Kawhi, we haven't seen Kawhi Leonard play in over a year, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is a top 5 player and and when he comes back and if he's playing even half as good as he was when he went down, the, the, you can't discount the Toronto Raptors anymore. I, I I don't know. I think that they're better with Kawhi than they are with DeRozan. Um and I they're going that's going to be the top 3 uh is is I think it's the Celtics, 76ers and the Raptors. But uh, speaking on this game, how much better unless Ben Simmons in the offseason has been working on his jump shot, which which is abysmal at best. Uh, this is nothing. I don't I don't I'm not worried about the 76ers at all. Joel Embiid will put up probably 40 points a game if they play in a playoff series. Uh but I still think that they lose. That's my opinion.
4: I can huh? oh, yeah, I, I, I can't fight it. Yeah, um, cuz I don't think Ben Simmons is really working on his job. I mean, I'm sure he is, but I don't think he'll make significant strides, but I think it, there's important things that he will learn such as possession in the fourth quarter like when oh, you really yeah. need it and just even even just making better opportunities in 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 the clutch but I still don't think that they, they'll they beat the Celtics but it wouldn't surprise me if I were to see it go to game seven but yeah. maybe that's uh good.
1: Fultz would be better too you, know, you never know maybe that's, he's semi-decent this year that's the wild card
0: <laughs> is Markel Fultz what is he and and will he get a jump shot I, the world may never know I don't know <laughs> but we'll see he's got a full season to figure it out
1: I feel so bad for him. Man. I mean, I guess they were saying like he could shoot in college, like there wasn't even a problem, right? Yeah. yeah. He
4: hurt his rotator cuff or something like that and it ruined his shot and he was trying to play on it and eventually they had to put they had to deactivate him so he can get healthier, but
0: uh, he'll figure it out. I'm sure he'll be a decent player at some point, but him picking him, well trading up and picking him over Jason Tatum probably will go down as one of the worst trades in NBA history, I think. It's just Jason Tatum is, yeah
4: disgusting yeah. he's just only gonna he oh him? He, it's dangerous to see how good that guy he's like the next kobe i think
0: seeing the pictures of him working out with kobe bryant i i oh my god it made me so happy i was i was i've never been happier well yeah i'm sure i have been happier but sports related <laughs> never been happier that was awesome to see and i can't wait to see how he grows in his second season uh speaking of The Lakers and LeBron, which nobody was talking about except for ESPN probably right now if you turned it to their channel. Uh, The Lakers versus the Warriors is the 8 o'clock game on Christmas Day. This is obviously going to have the most hype around it. This is what the people want to see is Lakers with LeBron versus this Warriors team who has crushed LeBron over the past few years. Who is excited to see this one?
1: Mm, um, I'll probably watch the fourth quarter,
3: depending on how close it is. If the Warriors are not... (laughs) <laughs> I think they will be. Is this
0: the first time that they're going to play each other this season? I I don't know that I would assume that they would I probably be hyping it, it they up.
4: They're in the same conference, so I figured they would have to run against each other at some point. But who knows?
0: I think. It, I,
3: guess I, I I just don't understand the storyline if they're going to meet each other at at other points of the season.
0: Yeah, the this
3: is maybe one of their last meetings before the playoffs. If you ask me, I
4: think this was just a. a this was solely based on hype because at the end of the day, even if Golden State or even if the Lakers were to win, it tells me nothing because a playoff LeBron versus a regular season LeBron are two different things. One, and then two, I mean, at the end of the day, if Golden State wins, there is no surprise there. And if the Lakers win, everybody's going to be like, okay, well, what about playoff LeBron? Like, this means nothing, which is the reason why I feel like this would have been a perfect 530 game because – There's nothing that's that crazy here. All it is is hype, and I really don't think that. I think that they're going to be meeting before Christmas, anyways. So,
2: yeah, Um, if the Lakers win,
4: you got to think playoff run is going to
2: make the chances of them winning later in the playoffs. Even better,
0: like they could actually knock
1: out the Warriors.
0: It's the middle. They cannot the moon
1: knock out the Warriors. Wait a minute. There's no way, Le- nothing. There's no way LeBron and his ragtag team of couple is beating the Warriors <laughs> in <beating> the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me?
2: Wait, <laughs> it's like definitely possible. Oh, right? Stop! 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 That's impossible. Hold on,
0: Nikki. Wait! 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 It's possible. Nikki, wait. Do you? I want to know on, on record right now. Do you? Th- do you? Th- do you think the war of the Warriors will lose to the Lakers in the playoffs?
2: Oh no no no! no. I, as I, as it is right now, no, nobody's beating the Warriors. But if the Lakers win, there's a, there's a case to be made. Oh,
1: I, they no, can probably take a it, game. It's the middle of the season. Yeah, I don't and? think the Lakers the Lakers winning at then December has no impact on what will happen in the playoffs. Let, let, let's see the how the Lakers beat them. Wh- whose chemistry? The Lakers. It can be amazing. They're not beating the Warriors at full strength, I've, unless KD and Durant get hurt. Unless and, and Steph Curry wow. get hurt, <laughs> unless KD and Steph Curry get hurt, nobody's beating the Lakers.
0: <laughs> no, nobody's beating the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Look,
4: we might as well just throw this. We might as well just tell the jumpers what happened. Okay, at this listen. Point, it, we stopped. So we stopped taking, and then he yeah. just changes.
0: We he just stopped. Didn't just dance midpoint. We stopped. We stopped tape because <laughs> no, dude, I can't Reggie's believe, microphone. I
3: can't believe you haven't been rolling this entire time. Yes, Reggie's
0: microphone was getting a little garbly, so we had to stop tape. And we tried to feed him the line to finish the sentence. and <laughs> He just couldn't it. do it. He just couldn't do it. So we're gonna keep this in. This is an added little treat for all all the uh, podcast listeners. You enjoy Reggie apparently thinks no one's beating the Lakers anymore.
1: <laughs> so for Brian James waiting for the
0: <laughs> he gives oh, us a full full 180 on his opinion. Okay, Lakers versus Warriors. Again, like you said, I think LeBron, uh, outside of the playoffs, you're right. This is probably going to be a meaningless game. Don't take it anything is. from it. However, the one thing we should be able to take into the playoffs is the fact that the Warriors are stacked. And like you said, barring injury, I don't think anybody's going to beat the Warriors on their way to the finals. So this game is going to be fun to watch, to see them all on the court, see uh, LeBron in the Lakers jersey taking on the Warriors. But outside of that, that's the only storyline. I don't think it's going to be a good game basketball-wise.
4: It's basically just going to be an all-star game.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. For sure. And then moving on, the 10-30 game, we can get get through this. Uh, It's the Portland Trail Blazers taking on the Utah Jazz. Uh, Two teams that you don't really see a lot of on national television, um, and it is a later game. But I'll be honest with you, I do like both of these teams. I like the Jazz more than the Blazers. Obviously, the Blazers are kind of in a weird spot. But um, it'll be a fun little game to fall asleep to, and that's really that's really the only thing I'm going to get from this game. <laughs>
4: Pretty much, I don't know why they added it, but it'll be it'll be nice to see.
0: Yeah, I like I like to watch the Jazz play every once in a while, and they got a lot of good players. Obviously, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's uh, up and coming um, should have probably won Rookie of the Year, but you know whatever. That's you know that's a whole other discussion that we've already probably had. Uh, anyway, that's the NBA Christmas Day lineup. We can transition away from the NBA real quick. Did anybody happen to see Jarvis Landry's uh, little speech on hard knocks to the wide receivers in the room?
1: I did. I loved it, and I'm ready to do anything for Jarvis Landry. Jarvis? I the number one overall.
0: Yeah, no, Jarvis Landry, I, I mean, I get it. He's always been an intense player on the field for the Miami Dolphins, but he's now playing for the Cleveland Browns, who have been a perennial joke in the NFL. But if you if – I'm just Damn. saying – Shots by duck. <laughs> is it really? I that's the easiest shot to take. Let's be honest. Uh, I
4: think. I think he just forgot what team he just he's he, <laughs> really playing for. I think he'll realize as soon as the season starts. No, that no. He I was think, in dreamland.
0: I think the reason why this is such a a, a a good, I don't know. The speech is so good and it means so much because it is the Cleveland Browns, and it's good to see finally a player stepping up and saying, "Listen." We're not going to be trash anymore. If you want to be trash, you need to go somewhere else. Like, I, I think that's the coolest thing. And he's trying to change the the whole mentality of that locker room. And I honestly think what the Browns have done in this offseason and, and with their draft, they're going to be a decent team next year. They may even make it to 500. They may win eight games, which is a huge deal for the Cleveland Browns, who have been losers for decades.
1: Losers is such harsh. I mean, it's true. That's true. They're, it's absolutely true. They're one in thirty-one in the last two seasons.
0: Ah. that's not possible. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh my gosh. Uh, but anyway, I I really liked it. I haven't watched a lot of the Hard Knocks, but that speech went viral because of. I, I would play it for you guys, but we don't have enough sensor buttons uh, available in this podcast for for his speech. But it, to me, it was very well put. And it was a way to just say, "Listen." And Josh Gordon, of all people, needed to hear that. I, I, I think. <laughs> all right. just to know he's got
4: help or something. Huh? No, hey, we, uh,
1: Josh, Gordon Josh Gordon is good though. Josh Gordon shows up and yeah. plays. Josh Gordon is this, whenever is he's on the, the field.
4: Talented, troubled receivers I've ever seen. If he actually makes it through a whole entire season this year. Cleveland, I, it would not surprise me if Cle- Cleveland makes it to 500. Here's my bold claim. Uh-oh. Josh
3: Gordon's going to have 1,500 yards this year.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> my bold claim. Josh Gordon
4: plays the whole entire season without a marijuana charge. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Now now that we're getting impressive. hot
0: takes. These are hot he takes. Bo-
4: it's just bothered me that he's so talented and he's throwing it away on stupid decisions. I mean – I mean, I know that there really was a point where a lot of his mental health really was in question as to how he makes decisions. And so I do, of course, wish all the best for him. And it really does seem like he's making a turnaround. The dude's strong, he's talented, and he has everything going for him. He just needs to make better decisions. I really just want to see him just be the best player you can be because, man, when he was active for a whole season, he was – Damn near unstoppable. The dude won yeah, me the
0: best he single handedly won me a fantasy football league that I was in that year where he, he didn't even play all the games in the season and he like just was shattering like single game records. It was unbelievable. He had like back to back two hundred plus yard games. The dude was crapping on the league and then he disappeared because of a couple marijuana things. Which, granted, uh, compared to a lot of the other NFL superstars uh, that were making headlines, marijuana is a small and minor issue. Because the NFL was going through a lot more crap, uh, I think they would welcome a lot uh, some that, marijuana charges. Wasn't that the same year that Ray Rice? Like, yeah, I believe it was pretty close to that same ballpark. And 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 for some <laughs> reason, do do? instead of the hammer falling down, uh, Goodell wasn't putting the hammer down as hard on people who were getting into domestic violence issues. As hard as he was coming down on Josh Gordon, he had it out for Josh Gordon for like years, and now he's finally he's, he's finally cleaned his act up, and I, I'm I'm excited to see him in a full season. And I'm actually kind of I would watch a Browns game. I mean, they're they what they've done to their offense and their defense has always been pretty decent. Uh, they just haven't had an offense that could score points to keep them off the field, you know, and keep them rested. So I'm excited to see what comes up with the uh, Browns, and we will get into more of the NFL talk. We will have a. I think next week we'll have our fantasy football preview podcast because that'll be the the podcast that we do right before we wind up doing our fantasy football draft, which will be on August eighteenth. It's a Saturday in the evening, probably around seven o'clock. We'll do the live stream to our Facebook page um, for the draft. I can't wait. I'm ready. Yeah, and I, I, I'm so ready. I'm actually not ready. I'm I'm the least prepared. I've been doing so much outside of fantasy football. I, I just need to sit down and and get into it. I haven't really been doing that much fantasy football research as I would do in years prior, but uh, I'm excited to get into it.
1: Also, if the week- you need to do some research, check out my new blog post on thechunkpod.com.
0: Yeah, you got a little. It uh, goes
1: over some uh, some injuries and people coming off of injuries who you want to check out for and see if they would be a good decision to draft them or not. Yeah. So uh, check
0: it out. Check that article. Check at the ch- shameless plug. Yeah, no, that's good. It's not shameless. It's our crap. So we're going to hawk it. <laughs> so uh, thechunkpod.com. Reggie put a good article out, um, and he has experience in this field. Reggie, do you want to just let him know? Uh, you're not just some random schlub that says, hey, this guy can heal. Good. Uh, you actually have <laughs> credentials that grant you access to these legitimate takes that you have put on our website.
1: I do so. I'm, I am a random schlub, but also I am a uh, physical therapist um, and a certified strength and conditioning specialist. So nice. I work with athletes and and um, help them recover from injuries. So a lot of the information that I put on the page is from you know some experience working in the field and in school and all that stuff. So um, I definitely know what I'm talking about and yeah. just uh, check it out. And also we have a new Twitter. I think it's the Chunk Football.
0: We don't have to get into that.
1: So check it
0: out, too. Yeah, if you you follow us on At The Chunk Pod on Twitter, you will get access to those little chunk fantasy football tidbits coming from that page specifically. Um, So if you want to follow us on At The Chunk Pod, and you will find your way to the new fantasy football tips and tricks and injuries, all that stuff on the Twitter page. So just follow these. You'll be in the loop. And uh, the week after that, I think maybe two or three weeks from now, before the season actually starts, We're going to do an NFL preview podcast where we kind of lay down our predictions on how we think the season will play out. And by then we'll have seen – we'll have been able to see some preseason action, which is going on right now. I think uh, this weekend there's some preseason – oh, everyone's playing the first week of preseason. So we'll be able to see actual football action again. That Hall of Fame game was not football action in my opinion.
3: So Quam Barkley just – Broke for 39 yards on his first carry.
0: Boom. Drafting him first pick in the draft. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
3: he's he's going to be disgusting this year.
0: Speaking of the fantasy football draft, as someone slams a door shut, it. no, I'm kidding. Uh, that We can slam the door shut on that conversation. But we'll move over to our fantasy football draft. We need to figure out what we have the people set. We have 12 total people for the league, the Chunk Fantasy Football League. Now we need to figure out how we're going to decide the draft order. Uh, Last year in the league we were in, I did this thing where I randomly assigned each person to a NASCAR driver, and we just basically, the order of finish, decided the draft order. Uh, I I like the way we did that. I think we could do that this weekend if that's what we wanted to do. But then Reggie had the idea. He liked how the Twitch uh, giveaway went with the Madden giveaway. He kind of maybe we could do like a Super Smash like little tournament stream on Twitch just to just to decide the order. Like
3: playing against each other.
0: No, see that's the the thing. um,
3: CPUs. Oh, okay. It would be tough to do. Cause I would totally wreck you guys. I know, to obviously, that, to get that first overall pick.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. I didn't. I wanted it to be random. I want it to still be random. I don't want it to be like a skill based way to decide the draft order. Uh, so you choose our our person though. That's the thing. Like, would we? We would have to choose our characters, and because there's twelve of us, you can't do a twelve fight. So we'd have to do like six and six, and then decide the top three from each go into the final fight, and then the bottom three go into like the the. Like the, what is it? Like the loser's bracket? Loser's bracket. That's it. I don't know why it was so hard. I'm, I've just never been a loser. I don't, I'm not familiar with that term. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, consolation bracket. Yeah. Consolation bracket is a term. So I think if we could do it that way, and honestly, it would be entertaining. um It just, we, no one would actually be playing the game. It would just be another stream. We probably wouldn't do three stocks, maybe three stocks in the championship one to decide the, the top six order. Um, but I think we could do that on on Twitch. If, if everyone's cool with that, that would be a nice way to just kind of make it random. Yeah,
3: I think it'd be cool. And it could be live, too. So watch it.
0: Yeah, so there's proof of it.
3: Yo, does everybody in the league have Fortnite?
0: Oh, boy. I don't think everybody has it. No, but w- w- how would we do that?
3: Everybody just joins a 12-man custom game and... Uh...
0: That would be nice. That would be nice to do if they would open it up and allow twelve-man custom games. It, it's they have the playground mode, but it's only four people. And until that, they oh, in, I know it's stupid. Until they open it up and let you make a custom room, uh, that would that wouldn't be an option. It would be cool to do, but it, but it's not an option right now. So the options are: we do the NASCAR thing again, or. We can stream it on Twitch like we did with our Madden giveaway, and just that'll be the order. I think I think that's probably the most entertaining way to do it. I don't think a lot of people want to waste a Sunday watching NASCAR. Um, that's true. So it would be over probably in about twenty minutes. We just stream four total matches, right? It'd be the six, another six, and then another then the losers bracket, and then the championship, which is be the, decide the top six. So we can do it that way. I will jot all this down in my notes, and we'll do that sometime this week uh, because the draft, like I said, is next weekend. So let's try to get the draft order probably by Wednesday. I think we should do it. Maybe sooner yeah. than that, you know, now that I think of it. Maybe maybe, maybe by this weekend. Maybe by like Sunday or Monday we should do it because a full week knowing your draft position will help you when you're trying to figure out who you're going to draft and what your team may look like in the future. So we'll figure out the draft order and we'll get that all set up so we can live stream it to our Facebook page it's the chunk pod on facebook give it a search give us a like while you're there and you'll be able to join us while we draft our fantasy football teams and it's usually like it is every year it's just a it's just a crap show it is a mess and reggie i don't know what you were doing last year did you did you you must have had some wine before you showed up, or something, because you're, the way you were drafting last year kind of it was nauseating to watch.
1: I couldn't. No, but listen though, if I would have kept my team the way it was without trading, I would have been in the playoffs and probably won the whole thing.
0: Well, yeah, you <laughs> gave you gave <laughs> Le'Veon Bell to JJ for some reason. I don't know what I don't know what was going on there.
1: No, I gave Le'Veon Bell to someone
3: who gave him to JJ. <laughs> yeah. JJ in the no, I read I, mean, I read paperclips that
0: last year. <laughs> you really did. You basically went. From uh, I mean, you drafted – it wasn't super bad, but you, the team that you started with and the team that you finished with were drastically different, and uh, you were on the right path. And I think going into a, a fresh draft after one season under your belt of how the league operates, I think you're going to be good this year. I hope so. Yeah. All right, moving on to our entertainment. We don't have much, so uh, if anybody has anything
3: uh, – hey, uh- I got an entertainment... I, I want to go back to this. Um, I want to hear from each person like 15 seconds who they think they're, the best Batman is. Who is the best Batman?
0: Oh, boy. Uh man i i I mean to me christian bale uh, that whole series i mean especially the dark knight that was that was the best to me i I don't think anybody's going to say ben affleck at this point but christian bale i think is probably the best that i've seen so i i I would i mean granted i don't think he is as big as i would like my batman to be but christian bale i would have to say
2: well as far as christian bale i could not stand his his fighting if anything it was terrible it was trash anybody could have done better he does not look like a master of all martial arts so as far as that i couldn't stand it as far as like the series being grounded i love that aspect it made me feel like there could be a batman somewhere in this world that's the only thing i liked about it but if we're talking about like fighting and batman-esque anything like straight out of the comics ben f like easily had it in that warehouse scene when he, he completely ruined his entire legacy in justice league but Outside of that, I think best Batman as far as fights, I'd give that to Ben Affleck easily. Ooh. As far as making
4: me feel like Batman could ex- actually exist, I'd give that to Christian Bale.
0: Okay. All right.
4: Strong take. That's kind of up the same avenue I was thinking with with what Nick said. Um, yeah, I'm Christian Bale, not so much Ben Affleck. I couldn't. <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't take him seriously,
3: <laughs> gentlemen. There's only one right answer to this question, and that is Adam West. Oh my goodness! 1960, oh, oh, and I'm signing off. No. Rest in peace, Adam West. I um, haven't,
0: I, I hadn't seen, I haven't been exposed to enough Adam West to put him in my. I'm my like, God, he's the original. Did, I did, know. Yeah, just
3: go back and watch the movie. It is incredibly funny. It is, it is so campy, but it's just. It's so good, and he may not embody the dark night uh, aspect of Batman, but he definitely the the Adam West Batman TV show and movies definitely captured the goofy comic esque. Uh, Aspect of the
0: Batman comics. Okay, the only way I know how to transition out of this and into gaming is with this. Everybody, brace yourself. Here it, its happening again. We have to play it more than once in this podcast.
3: Uh... Hey, this is Phil Lamar, and this is John Stewart, and you're listening to the Chunk Podcast.
0: Okay, so it's not Batman, but it, it, it'll do. Green Lantern, good enough. It's same universe at least. Uh, moving on to the gaming portion of the show. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 literally just released the gameplay trailer, the first gameplay, tra- gameplay trailer. And I've been super excited about this game. I watched this gameplay trailer, and I've seen enough to say that this game may be the best game of 2018. I don't know. It, it just looks Whoa. amazing.
3: I'll say it's the best game of all time. That's Whoa! a super bold claim. Holy smokes. Have you seen it? I've seen it, but there's so many other games that came out this year. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, give me one that will even scratch it. Um, there it is. <laughs> That's my point. Well, I mean, I mean, there's a ton of good games. I mean, Smash Ultimate's coming out this year. Yeah, That's going to be incredible. incredible. Do, do not ever put those in the same sense. Okay, I and get it. And you're talking about video games. Smash Ultimate's going to be incredibly popular. And here's my bold claim. Uh-oh. Well, outsell Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, that's wow. not a bold
2: claim, it's a dumb claim.
0: Is it? I don't know. I don't know. People the Nintendo people are literally salivating waiting for the Super Smash game. Me included. I'm I'm so ready for it. And I I if they came out on the same day, I would pick Smash Brothers over Red Dead Redemption. Uh, if I was picking I pre-ordered it up first.
2: Red Dead last year,
0: you already pre ordered it. You were you year, year in advance,
2: yes. <laughs> yes, I, I I didn't need any because the first one is already easily probably like top five greatest games ever made. Okay,
3: Spider Man's game, game is coming out this year, too. Oh and, boy, and you know, I'm one of the biggest Spider Man fans on earth.
2: This game will be better than it.
0: I okay. Oh, I, I just want to know. Whenever we, we came back, you you stepped away and you watched the gameplay trailer, and then you came back. I would like to just recreate that scene one more time. Uh, I here. don't
2: think you want to. It's it's not uh, g rated. Here
0: we go. Let me do this, Nikki. You just saw the gameplay trailer. What did you think? I'm nope. I'm not. I'm not going to say it, but it's. (laughs) It's I'm I'm salivating everywhere. Something that involved a towel. He couldn't towel himself (laughs) off or something. Anyway, it it was obviously a good experience for you, and you obviously are very excited for this game. What are you? I mean, it's hard. There's so many different things. You looks like you'll be able to do in this game. Uh, What are you looking forward to most from Red Dead Redemption Two?
2: You can't put it down in just one thing. They they've thought of things I never even thought of to put in a game, and it's it's going to be phenomenal. Just like as far as just NPCs in itself, that's gonna be the greatest achievement in video games have ever seen. They're, they're each gonna have their, their own lives, whether you interact with them or not. Like wildlife, like they actually like have like objectives. There'll, there'll be like little birds flying around, feeding their nests, whatever. There's no reason for, the, for that kind of detail in a game, but they're doing it. There's like just so much incredible. Just with NPCs, you might never even look at. They're all doing their own thing. They all have their own lives. And it's that level of detail. There's no, it's not necessary, but they got it, and I'm, I'm sold.
0: I don't disagree with you. I think this is going to be, like I said, I think it'll be probably the, the best game, like overall from gameplay, story of the year. I think it'll be. I, granted, I am excited for Super Smash. Uh, Better
3: than God of War? To yes. be
0: fair, to be fair, I have yet to play God of War. I know it's, it's disgusting. I haven't played it yet, but I, I think I will probably have more fun with Red Dead Redemption Two than I would with a God of War.
2: Well, yeah, because God of War is an extremely linear game. Granted, they've opened it up a little bit this time around, but this is like the epitome of open world games.
0: Which I'm a sucker for. You could do, I don't, I don't even know, open world, like, just, I don't it could be anything. Open world, I a balloon, and I'd just be a balloon floating around an open planet, and I would be so excited just to be <laughs> free-roaming as a balloon. i I'm stupid like that, but open world games <laughs> just make me so happy.
2: I admit a lot of people throw around, throw around the term open world. They're not really that open world. They just have like an open sandbox or whatever and just minimal things you can do. But this is literally a whole life you can do. It's crazy amount of detail. And plus, GTA came out, what, last generation? And it's, they've got like, what, their little remaster or whatever? Oh. And it's still doing very well even to this day.
0: They are this this,
2: this game is actually made for this generation. It's yeah. going to be insanity
0: they are milking that gta like uh, no you can't milk a horse they're milking that cow have
2: you seen the latest update have you seen it no oh my god i'm thinking about getting the game again and this is like a six-year-old game
0: well i still haven't i I couldn't get rid of it because just gta in general I, i i always have to have a the most current gta ready to go because i do get urges like that where like you know, I want to. I want to punch somebody in the face and steal their car. I just want to <laughs> do it. I need to do it, and I put in the game and I do it. Like
2: now, like instead of like just like the heist, or whatever, and, like you can like own your own little club, or whatever. You can like have like racketeering going on and like other Usually your club as like a front. Clearly, is GTA, but you can do that stuff. You can have like bunkers, or whatever, for like I guess I forgot what the mission types are, but like there's like secret bunkers you can have in the in the world. It's just so much stuff you can do. And this game was made what six years ago, and they're still having extreme updates like this. Yeah, I, I can't fathom they're gonna do it with Red Dead.
0: I I pretty much I'm pretty sure that they won't be coming out with the GTA anytime soon, uh, especially with Red Dead coming out and the way that they're still milking it. So I will be obviously I'll be getting Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm excited for it. Uh, the gameplay trailer has me super hyped. We'll put that up on the website. Um, you can check it out on thechunkpod.com. Uh, check out the first gameplay trailer for Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, j- speaking of Super Smash, though, I do think it will outsell it, like JJ said. Uh, and there's a lot of new updates coming out for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, coming up here a little bit later this year. JJ, what the heck is coming on? What's, what's going on with that game right now?
3: Well, I, I don't even know if we've discussed it on the pod, really, but um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is a game that's going to be geared towards professional gaming. Um, Nintendo has tweaked the gameplay so that it's faster um, requires um, more skill to control the characters, and they are really going kind of ham with the amount of content that they're going to have for this game. They're bringing back every character they've ever had, and seemingly every character you've ever wanted.
0: Um, except, for had, except for Waluigi, except for Waluigi, though.
3: They just had, except for Waluigi. It's um, making who, me sick. At, at this point, with all the memes out there you figure that they would just reskin luigi um you know make a reskin luigi and throw him in there i absolutely think
0: that they're holding it back they're going to put him in the game they absolutely have to i think at this point they don't have a choice It's he's coming whether it be dlc at some point which i don't think they're really trying to do they're just going to throw it all at you at once but it would be an awesome little tidbit if they just never announced it and then in the game you're playing it and he he gets unlocked somehow i think it'd be awesome what game is this? Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. that's coming out for the N- Nintendo Switch. Uh, we had we had obviously been playing. I have the Wii U here. We play on the Wii U. But it's coming for the Nintendo Switch here. Uh, I think December 7th is the uh, official release date. How many
3: characters are going to be on there? Like a, a million? A Oh, my those. God. So many.
0: I don't even know. It, it has to be at least 50 plus uh, at the very minimum, right? I mean, they're pretty close to 50 right now as it is.
3: Yeah, and not only that, but they actually just released uh, yesterday a Super Smash Bros. Direct where they showed off new characters, Simon Belmont from the Castlevania series and uh, Richter Belmont from the Castlevania series. They showed off K- uh, Captain K. Uh, K- Rule from the Donkey Kong uh, country games. Um, they also showed that they're going to be, uh, they have what they're calling Echo characters, like Daisy is going to be a playable character that's kind of a clone of Peach, but with different physics, maybe hits harder, moves a little slower. Yeah. Uh, they had a few Fire Emblem characters that they're throwing in there, Dark Samus. Uh, and I really think that there's still more to come. I really do. Um, uh, like Justin mentioned, we don't have a Waluigi yet. Um, there's been a lot of Super Mario RPG fans that want Malo or Geno in this game, uh, especially with Nintendo's recent um, you know, re-embracing of Square Enix. So... Uh, they re- they reintroduced the tournament mode for Super Smash Brothers, Ooh. so uh, that was in melee, I believe. Um, yeah. And they're introducing some other really crazy game modes, squad battles, and
0: yeah. Nikki, uh, Nikki just to, just so you know, I know you're usually um, who do you wind up who do you wind up playing with? And whenever we play that game, I forget. Usually, Lil i put with Mario. Nikki, who? I think Nikki, who's to do with the boxing gloves? Yeah, Lil, Lil Mac. Uh, okay, they do have DLC. I have never, I haven't, I don't have it for my Wii U, but they have Solid Snake as a DLC. I'm pretty sure, right?
3: Yep, he's coming back.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be in Super Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as well. So Nikki can be very excited about that. However, he says Red Dead Redemption Two will be the greatest game of all time. It will be. Uh, I mean,
3: I I'm never gonna be disappointed by a, a dope cowboy game. So no, for sure. Absolutely.
0: That. Uh, okay, so just just to clear up the release dates on that, Red Dead Redemption 2 will be releasing October 26, and then uh, Super Smash is coming out December 7th, uh, here at the end of the year, so we're excited for both of those, um, obviously. I'm so, here for it. Obviously. I, I think that should about wrap the show up, right? I'm, unless anybody else has any little tidbits they'd like to sprinkle in at the end of the podcast. Anybody have anything?
2: All I'm trying to do is sprinkle some more RD2, just... So much more information I could give, but I mean, watch the trailer—you'll see just the first fraction of it. That's my little plug. I just watch Red Dead Redemption* to make sure it's the best-selling game of all time. Okay. Make sure I'm not a fool.
0: That's fair. I have—I have a tidbit I'd like to drop in here. Ready for it? Oh my God! This is Phil Lamar,
3: and this is static. And thanks for following the chunk. You can check out their podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.
0: I had to do it. Come on, guys, I can't I can't play I go, I, I fully respect that. that. What do you I mean? mean? I can't I can't play yeah, it, it, it it's enough. A great, it's a great
3: reminder for our, our fans. That, you know, they should go on if they listen to us on iTunes or Google Play. Um, or Podbean to rate rate and review the podcast yeah, awesome. so that uh, other people can become chunkers as well.
0: Yeah, we'd love we so, love but, obviously uh, follow us, uh, subscribe to us on Spotify. If you could give a review, that would be amazing. And uh, thank you so much for listening uh, to the Chunk Podcast. We'll be back next week with our and uh, or NFL fantasy football preview podcast. I'm sure things are going to get pretty heated in there. We'll have most of us who are who will actually be in the fantasy football league on that podcast and uh the, the actual draft will be coming uh just next weekend august 18th um on saturday be sure be sure to be liking make sure you like us on our facebook page it's the chunk pod that's where we will be going live we may try to get it elsewhere if we can if we can stream it to twitch i'm not sure we'll figure it out but m- for sure it will be on facebook live would probably be the easiest way to get a hold of us um, but make sure you're following us there we'll be going live there and uh, we look forward to being back with you next week for our fantasy football preview podcast. Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh follow us on social media. I know we just mentioned Facebook, but on Twitter, Instagram, uh, it's the chunk pod at the chunk pod. Give us a follow while you're there, and don't miss out on any other future chunk giveaways that we will be doing. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this podcast, and thank you, people, for listening. Uh, Jason, Nikki, Reggie, JJ. We'll catch you guys next time.
3: I appreciate you. Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is Jon Stewart. And you're listening to The Chunk Podcast.